Welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we take a deeper look into this week's teaching. Pastor. Hey, Shane. How are you, man? What you up to, brother? Just chilling. I accidentally just punched my microphone. So if you, uh, if you there as a listener heard something kind of loud, that was totally on me. Okay. We've been, uh, we forgive you. we've been struggling here getting ready to record this. I think I've yawned then you yawn. I'm wanting to yawn again now. I've heard it said that basically like we don't yawn cause we're tired. Like if we see somebody else yawn, we just automatically yawn. Well, no, it's like uh, I've I've been told. I don't know if you you med this students and doctors. <laughs> I I was told this that okay. it was. So I don't know if it is or not. But like, basically, my brain is like, hey, he's taking all the oxygen. You better get in while it's still here. That's basically how I got it broken up. Don't look at me like that. That's science. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to look that up, uh, folks that are listening. It's science. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to look that up. He's taking all the oxygen. You better get some. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll investigate that. So I'm wanting to yawn right now. Oh my gosh! <sighs> all right, I'm good now. Pastor, how are you today, man? Pretty good. Not yawning a lot. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm ready to roll, man. <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Do you yeah. uh, you have a good day so far? Yeah, it's a pretty good day. Recording then, this a little uh, bit later, but yeah, yeah. I guess we had several meetings and stuff this morning, and I think tonight I'm gonna do a little. Uh, Try smoke backstrap tonight. Oh, so, that sounds fantastic. Should be pretty good. You excited? Mm-hmm. We'll try it out. That'll be a lot of fun. Well, man, jumping in, uh, just a few questions from Sunday. Okay. Um, we talked about bringing our knees to Jesus, but why is it sometimes whenever we have a problem, we have something, we try to fix it ourselves? Why don't we naturally just go to Jesus? Why? I mean, there's self-help books. There's all kind of things. Why don't we turn to those instead of going to Jesus? Uh, I think sometimes, well, and maybe this is a struggle with prayer sometimes, is that sometimes when we pray, we don't feel like, not that it's not doing anything, but like, is this really, you know, so I, I would say at some level, uh, whether either consciously or, or maybe of we don't really think about it, is that I think some, there's some level of doubt of like, does this thing really work? Like, and not not that you want to say like prayer, like, does it work? I mean, we know prayer is powerful, prayer, you know, prayer does work, prayer um, as we pray to God, but I think at some level for sometimes it's more of a, maybe a doubt issue of where, you know, is this really, can God really make this thing? You know, I know, and I think sometimes I know we talked about in our home group of like, sometimes there's just small things that we're like, Oh, well, these are just small things. So I can deal with it. I can, but then again, we were talking about that sometimes maybe when it's really, really big things, maybe we have a tendency to bring it to the Lord but maybe some things that are smaller, but then also to remember that most of our life is these small things. It's not usually yeah. like, yes, we do encounter really big things that where we have that causes us to have need or concern, but most of our life is concerned with these smaller things, but they always build up, add up, you know, and so it's like this this thing of where we, you know, need to take all of our thing, you know, to, to the Lord. Like even today, Kirsch and I, there was something that, that came up um, today and, and Kirsch and I were talking about something and I was like, I know it sounds like super, and maybe, and I don't know why, I don't know if anybody else is listening feels this way sometimes, but like sometimes I feel weird, like, hey, let's just stop right now and pray about it, you know? And it's like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm the pastor, I'm the spiritual guy, but it's like, I don't know, sometimes, and I want it to be more, even in my life, like I want it to be more just natural, like, hey, let's pray about this, and not like in a fake, 
kind of a side, just kind of this way, but like, hey, like, let's legit, let's just, let's pray about it. And so like, Kirsten and I were talking today and about something, and it was just like, hey, like, this is exactly what we talked about Sunday. Like, we need, this is a need, and so let's, let's just pray right now. Let's just bring it to the Lord, you know? So I, I think, I don't know, sometimes we just get caught up in things. We talk to people, and that's not, that's not bad, or, you know, going to do other things. Um, you know, if we, oh, well, what can I do to make it happen? But, um, I, I mean, I, you know, there could be other things too, you know, that, but for me, that was kind of the, some of the main things kind of came to the, yeah, my head. for sure. Um, we saw a theme throughout the, the four subheadings. There I go again. Um, Jarius's daughter, uh, the woman, the two blind men, and then the mute man. And I know the theme that we saw in them was their faith and they brought their niece to Jesus. But what can we see about Jesus in those passages? I think the thing that probably stood out to me the most um, was just how personal Jesus was, you know, and that he doesn't, it's not like just this line of people and he's just, but like how personal he is with every single person that he encounters, Um, especially, you know, we kind of highlighted it with, you know, the woman that went to grab his garment and, you know, how he like, turned around, addressed her, looked at her, called her daughter, the care, the concern that he had for her uh, in addressing her, talking to her, especially in the Jewish culture then. And so I, I would say that's one of the things that I that kind of is that Jesus does care about us. He cares about the things in our life, and so and he's willing to personally address those, you know, with all of us. And one of the things, I, of course, we'll, we'll hit it more this week because it's very explicit in the text this week when we look at it, but... You know, obviously, is the compassion of Jesus that He's willing to like that. You know, to see the hurt and the pain and the misery that these people are walking through or going in, and that Jesus does have compassion on them. I mean, He's well. One of the things I don't know if you remember this. You, you, you if you don't, it's no big deal. You don't have to. Um, I won't get on you or anything. But thanks. Um, but I was thinking this was one of the first sermons we did in Kingdom Come, and I, I highlighted that there's three things we're going to see over and over again, and that is. You know, Jesus is moved by compassion uh, of for for people. Uh, he's also moved by faith. You know, and so you, and and then I think one of the last thing was that also he does this to demonstrate who he is. So I mean, again, in this passage we see this like over and over again. I mean, he's moved by compassion for all of these people. He's moved by the faith that he sees in all these people, um, and ultimately he's displaying in all these miracles who he really is. You know, and so I, and it'll be a thing that we see through. I mean, the rest of the gospel, as we continue to walk through it, we'll continue to see these themes, you know, played out. Absolutely. Um, your last principle that is that faith will drive us to Jesus. But what happens when we put our faith in the wrong thing? What can that, because it's, I mean, I think that our faith will drive us, whether it's in Jesus or in, maybe in the wrong thing, but what happens when we put our trust in the wrong things? Well, I, we know that it'll let us down, you know, when we, it, it will fail us. It won't. Um, it won't fulfill. It won't truly provide hope. It may 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 be uh, instant relief for whatever we're walking through, or um, but it won't be lasting. Um, and so that's I think that's one of the things. If we put our faith in something other than Jesus, you know. But I was just also thinking about that too. Of even like knowing about our faith, you know, as we place our faith. You know, one of the things I didn't say Sunday, but I I I, I guess I don't know. Lord, maybe I don't know. I just forgot to say it or something or. But one of the things I was thinking about was, because sometimes when we talk about faith, we can over, not when I say overemphasize, but we can place so much emphasis on you need to have a lot of faith. But I think the the reason why is like the reason why 
their faith worked was not because of the intensity of their faith. It was because of their object of their faith, you know. And so it's the reason why it worked is because of what their faith was placed in. And so that's what, and I think that's one of the things we have to understand is like maybe all these, the level of faith was different in all of these people. We see it present in all, you know, what does Jesus even say? If you have the faith of the size of a mustard seed, so it's not even it has to be like you have to have this super amount. Some people do, but even as we, maybe even in the midst of fear, in the midst of doubt, you know, still saying, hey, I'm, I choose to believe in Jesus, and I, that's why I'm going to bring this to him, even though I may have some doubt, even though I may have, I'm going to let my faith override my feelings or my doubt or whatever. But also remembering in faith of like faith doesn't deny reality. It doesn't deny what's going on. It's not just this thing of where I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I just believe I don't have, it's like, well, no, it's acknowledging what I have, but having the faith to know, like, even though I can't see it, like, I know Jesus is able to to meet me in my need and what, you know, what's going on in my life, you know, so. Absolutely. Uh, man, now for our, uh, our last question of the day, uh, the Know Your Pastor portion of the podcast. If you're sitting down with your family to watch a Christmas movie, okay, what Christmas movie is it? Hmm. I guess that's different. If it's just Kirsten and I, maybe a little different with the kids because there are certain shows we like that the kids would not like. But right now, it's probably been The Grinch, the real one uh, with Jim Carrey. That's probably been our go-to that we all kind of like and watch. Um, but one of my one of my favorites to watch, uh, one of Kirsten and I's favorite, I think, is we love uh, The Santa Claus watched it last week and so i love the santa claus home alone i mean those are always classic um i do like I, we watched this the other day i really do like the miracle on 34th street uh the newer one some people may say they like the older one but the newer one i don't know i just really like it those are good choices man those are i feel like those are good things to watch jingle all the way that's a good one that's a good one too really yeah. santa claus santa claus two and three <laughs> they're not bad yeah, they kind of Claus they, one is better. They go down for sure yeah, I don't every know, year. I would say Santa Claus two might be better than one. I, I'm about <laughs> to walk out of this room. No way, dude. It's better. No, nah. I mean, no way. Okay, here's it, the real. I debate. mean, it's, it's good, and we've watched it several times. Is Home Alone two better than Home Alone one? Yes. Why, in your opinion? I'm not saying I disagree, but why, in your opinion? Um, because it is in. I don't know, I like that it's in New York. Um, it's just better. Just, I don't know what to say. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, they're both, uh, yeah. They're I, both good. I think I prefer Lost the second New York. one. Yeah. yeah. I think I like it better. Kevin! And then she passes out, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of things that, you know, if I was thinking, Kurt and I were talking about if we were watching Home Alone. There's a lot of things you can really pick apart in those movies. You're like, yeah, that's not real. Um, of course, and even like nowadays, especially that, that I mean, that sh- could not take place in our, like, there's no way they'd let that dude on the airplane. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Cell phone. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of things that we just wouldn't We just happen. have a lot of more I mean, technological the, the, the guy checking into a hotel by himself, no way. No way. So, you know, so. Especially I mean, just a kid dropping his voice zone <laughs> to be, I mean. No, he had that tape recorder. He yeah, that, he did. I will say that I did have that thing. Uh, yeah, but still, is it? It, it was to talk about too. It's, it's obviously scripted because how are you going to know what people are going to say back? You have no idea. You can't. You can't do that. Yeah. 
Obviously. But I do like the movie. But it's very good. I'm gonna watch it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if you really sit down and really think through it, you're like, yeah, this falls apart quickly. Exactly. <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> well, man, thanks for taking some time to sit down and and talk through some questions. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Tuesday Tech. <laughs>